Russian Shiva's kinda that I'm bad for the obvious. Like a CFC, Rebby on vacation, I'm going out reckless. Get it? No GNG. By the way, I go by the name of Young Brechness. Welcome back to the Kiddush Club podcast. We have a really special guest this week. You know him probably best as Rabbi Shalom Greenspan. You know him as Young Rechnitz for from his single Yeshiva Mozart. You know him as Pinchas Lerkowitz on the Crockpot Show. And now we give you the man behind it all. Welcome to the show. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. I am a huge fan of you. Yeah, he's, not, I don't think it's like he's got a stalking situation. You got a stalking situation going on. Don't worry about it. You, you, you try to go to Gourmet Glot. I go to Gourmet Glot over here. I literally. Really? No, I'm talking about like 10th grade Buckram like running after me. It's like, it's, I really can't. I, my wife goes, I don't go with her. And then sometimes I go with her and I literally, my friends send me pictures of me from my kids taking it with their flip phone, you know, with the grainy like right, two pixel right. pictures. I noticed a lot of your content revolves around the yeshiva world, the Ilma yeshivas as they call it. Where do you call home? Tom I live, uh, <laughs> no, I, no, I actually live on on the corner of that's like right in this. Why would you uh, want to be there? Was that did you choose that place? So to be? yes, I did it. No, and ironically, <laughs> um, my my yeshiva. Let me see. You can even see it. I don't know. It's dark outside, but let me see. My shiva is is literally um, it's literally you know behind my house. So stones throw away. Uh, literally, yes. I've been summers in Lakewood for the last five years, but I've been right next to Westgate. Oh, <laughs> now, now wait, not in Westgate. Like Westgate is the projects. You understand? Westgate <laughs> is like like if this if it, if it wasn't Jewish, they would have a drug problem. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. Not only that, you you drive through the streets, and it's like, who named these streets? Like, this sounds yeah. like Bochrim named it over a Thursday night challenge. They just said, oh, this, <laughs> no, for this real. Plane, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. what's happening here? How am I on Kiryas Sands Street? You know what I'm yeah. saying? No, and also, they literally, like, you know, they literally, like, summon the anti-Semitism. You know, like, Manischewitz Street. Like, you're asking, <laughs> you know, you're asking for problems. And then they have, like, Ura, you know, the headquarters yeah, over here and they have a dollar bill as their like mascot Five-ish. i'm just saying like if i was a guy and i would see that I'd be like it doesn't get like you know how is how are you supposed to see that <laughs> no who can resist this is that what Wait, I'm saying? The- by the way my favorite character by far is shalom greenspan easily of course of course of course of course and because i just you wanna- know what to me it's not the funniest to me it's to me, I can't. It's not like a thing I could perform. To me, it's something. It's like, it's you know, it's legit. Not a, it's real. Yeah, yeah, it's real. Yeah. It's not like yeah. something that I. Most of them that I recorded, I didn't record them. You know, when I, I when I was in the best space, you know what I mean. Like most of them, <laughs> I recorded. I was like, I needed to, to you know, you, I, I could either pay two hundred bucks for therapy or I could record it three span. I hear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait. 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 I feel like there are some of our listeners who aren't familiar with Rabbi Shalom Greenspan. Uh, I'd like to play them a clip. Is that is that okay? That's allowed. That is allowed and it's encouraged. Go for it. Okay. So here it is. Here it is. Here's a clip from a recent Rabbi Shalom Greenspan release. Shalom Greenspan here. I want to share with you a quick uh, a quick Misa. So a quick Misa Naira. I know it's our Pesach, a lot of cover running around. You're busy. I'll make it quick and brief. 
want to share the nice until now. But uh, a young man came to me, recently married. He came to me, he sat in my office. He said they want to talk about something. I knew, I knew he had, I knew he had uh, marital problems, if you will, for for a little while. Um, I, I, he said he wants to speak. He was very hesitant. I said, sure, sure, spit, you know, speak, speak, speak your heart. Say what's on your mind. So after after a couple of minutes of apprehension, he said he's thinking uh, he, 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 the thought of divorce is, is is crossing his mind. He thinks he, he might want to get a divorce. I sat there for a moment and I looked at him. He was obviously bizarre. I looked up at him and I said, "Are you on crack?" Are you on crack? Are you nuts? Did you just snort a line before coming in here? Go to rehab. Go to rehab. You gazette coming in here. Coming in here talking like a crackhead. I said you must be your zikra on some type of meds. Your zikra on some type of drug. He told me he's not. He said he's pushing. He's not. He just. I said, go to rehab. Go to rehab. Go to drug rehab. He said he's not on drugs. I said, well, you, well, you're acting like it. You're zikher acting like it. And he talking went to rehab. He talking went. He's in rehab now. He's spending days off in rehab. Done. Yeah, I'm That's great. No, but your comedy, first of all. You have to know, in the Jewish space of comedians, there is nobody I like. Nobody. I'm True. talking about... He, he's a hater. No, I think people who read... Even, like, if you look at it, like, even with rappers, like, a, you know, just even the rappers, it's like, basically, if I wanted to hear a Charlie Herrera speech, I'll just listen to Charlie Herrera. I don't need right. to hear it in rhymes. Right. You know, and people are like, oh, it's, it's, it's rap, so it must be good. Like, he, he's, like, there's a beat, so it must be a good rapper. You know, like that, that it's the same thing. And I have always had an issue with that. But when I look at your content, whether it's on Twitter, whether it is a uh, crockpot show, it was yeah. brilliant. It, it's yeah. so, it, there's so many, and, and, and you yeah. put that out consistently, you know? So, yeah. Well, I think so I, if you ask me, I think the reason, the reason meaning why <laughs> I don't like, I, I think the reason is because I, I don't do it because it's like a career or something. I, I don't do it. Because, like, because I'm trying to get something out of somebody. I do, meaning, because I always like just real. said anything. Yeah, I always said what's on my mind to friends, and then <clears> as <throat> I went to, like, when I was in yeshiva, I just just do the same thing, just talk to my friends all day and make jokes, and then at, you know, or just point stuff out, you know, all the time. And, and I can't help but notice stuff or think of crazy stuff. Like it just happens by itself. I don't do it. Um, and then I, when I started working somebody introduced me to twitter and i'm like okay like i started seeing like the format like how people say stuff and i i started enjoy you know i enjoyed it i was never trying to get anything out of it you know then like i was never like aiming to like build up any sort of brand or brand or something so i think maybe it just comes out and i also had always had an attitude of like i don't care if you don't like it you don't have to like it i just this is just what it is so there's plenty of stuff that i put are not funny per se but on a consistent level it's real meaning it's genuine so Right, and that's really the source of creative genius is is when it's real and you're not trying hard, you're just reacting. Yeah. 
So you're you are somebody that uh, that has a lot of creativity, and you've come up with a, a slew of characters, and each one of them uh, completely different and true in its own right. And even on Twitter, when the location, what is the location that you put on Twitter? I wrote uh, lurking in your subconscious. And that's to me, means. yeah, yeah, that speaks volumes to me because that's really what your characters portray. Right. right. The ind- it's like everybody has these thoughts every now and again, and they're coming yeah. from the subconscious. And that's Pinchas Lerkowitz. He's lurking yeah. in your subconscious. And that's right. real. Right. So I want to understand how you came up with these guys. Let's start with Pinchas, Lur- Pinchas Lerkowitz. And he's... He's the Crockpot Show, and yeah. he does some other work on the side, maybe with Ura. But yeah. Pinchas Lerkowitz, what is the inspiration for Pinchas? Well, I, I mean, I think it really went. It's. I think it. It actually started originally with Twitter. With well, it started really with Twitter, but before that, even like my friends have told me, like I, they remember me talking about Greenspan since I was in like tenth grade, ninth, tenth grade. I don't remember that. But they, my friends of mine told me, yeah, of course. Remember, you always like just talk, talking with this like yeshivish accent. Um, uh, but um, give us a sample. Guess, give us a sample of, of Greenspan. No, I can't get into character. But I can give you a very good example. I, there's somebody I know that you know. At, at one point, I stopped. I took everything down. At one point, um, and and basically, somebody told me they wanted to reach out to somebody, whatever. It, somebody was off the derech, and the only oh. thing that made this person laugh or smile is Greenspan. And this person's uncle told me, please, you got to just send them the stuff. You took down the stuff, just send it to them. So I did. And I, we ended up like staying in touch here and there, you know, and, and I'm not in care of by any means, but like, you know, we ended up just like staying in touch. And then that person ended up basically ODing not so long ago and went to rehab. And so basically uh, I got a text like, Hey, you know, I haven't, we haven't spoken like a year or two. It's like, Hey, I'm in, rehab i would did and like right away i didn't even be like oh i feel so bad. i right away just went off the bat i just like hit the record on the whatsapp <laughs> i was like you know people come to me a bacher came to me he said he's uh he has addicted he's addiction problems well like, yeah you're a nar you're addicted i'm like there's no such thing as addiction i started going like right off the off the bat so i said i'm like i have 12-step programs sobriety halfway houses it's all garbage I'm like, 12 stuff, halfway house? You never do anything halfway. You're half baked, and there you go. You're baked again. Whatever. I said, and I said, and it also was like, it wasn't like, I more like felt bad and I just started talking. It wasn't like, and I said, I'm like, people do 12 step programs. And Greenspan has a sobriety mile, a one step program. It's called Grow Up and Control Yourself, whatever. So because I sent it, I sent it to the person. And, and, uh, and, and now I'm like, and what happened? The guy Taco OD'd. And he's a baby. He stopped. He couldn't grow up. He, that's why he OD. Like at the end of the story, like the guy actually failed because he's a he's a baby. Can't control himself. But anyway, <laughs> I think exact, I remember. I remember that clip. That clip was out, right? No. So I did talk about addiction one time. I was talking about like some hysteria and like alcohol. This was a separate, like private, you know. Um, but uh, basically, I ended up. Uh, the person like was playing it out loud in the rehab, and like the people there did not obviously appreciate it <laughs> they were not Jewish or they didn't like get this and they're like who are you talking to is this your, is this your sponsor you know like, like, <laughs> the world's worst sponsor 
yeah, yeah. like abusive. No, but I, but to go back to to let's say Lurkwitz. So Lurkwitz is a hard Lurkwitz is hard to say because it was really after a lot of the Twitter stuff came out and a lot after Greenspan, and it was more like you know this marketing company reached out to me. They wanted to do a show, and it was more like I I love the the idea of a character of somebody who's so self-absorbed in themselves and they're so focused on themselves. They don't realize anything around them and they don't care about it. And that's exactly his character of basically a guy who's just so focused on himself. He's supposed to be interviewing the singers. If you notice in every single one of the episodes, the singer starts singing and I yell at them. I bug out at them. Like let the singer sing. That's what he does. And it's like, no, we take any attention off of me. Then, you know, I started shutting down. Right. Could you um, listen and, to and, my rap? Could you listen to the right. song? I Yeah. And or getting insulted very easily. The second attention goes up. Right. The beauty that. of it is the twist of it is, is that he's Yeshiva Shigai. And yes. that exists there. And that's and what he thinks he's, so he's chilled. He thinks he's hip. And yeah. Yeah. Just tell our listeners, give them where they could see these clips. Just give us the heads up. Oh, so for the Crackpot show, that's just on YouTube. You go on YouTube and you just type in the Crackpot show, probably. Um, that's or, where or Pinchas from. or Lurkowitz. There are no Lurk, other yeah, Lurkowitz, Lurkowitz videos. <laughs> yeah, if you do Lurkowitz, you can probably see the Uro ones. And I think, I think, by the way, the Uro ones were very overlooked. Like I think they were very underrated. Like there was a lot yeah, of very I didn't funny see stuff. the Uro just, ones. I didn't see yeah, those. most people. Most I only people saw the Crackpots. Also, I didn't like the way they were edited and whatever. But that's a different story. But um, I think there was like a lot of very, you know very good content in there too that got very overlooked um so you mentioned was, that 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 you're like you've basically achieved like this quasi celebrity status in lakewood why yeah. are you not like why are you not look we're doing this podcast part of the reason is because there's such a vacuum of you know jewish uh entertainment content that's kosher yeah. Yeah. why haven't you taken this you know why haven't you blown this up you clearly can't you clearly have the talent everybody yeah. loves it why are you not blowing this thing up? So the, 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 the very simple answer is because it, that takes energy to do that, meaning to actually put, put, put it into a full-time time thing takes a lot of energy. Um, and that's the simple answer, and I'm spending my energy in other places right now. Like if you look at my, my rap name, Young Rachnitz, right? The story behind that rap name happens to be rappers they always call themselves young this little this whatever you know so, so that, <laughs> right that was just like it just came off the spur of my head and Rachnitz is kind of like he's like the jewish batman i don't know he's just like the bruce wayne of like the jewish people um but but like meaning he's like the cool like he's like the i don't know people he's just somewhat of an idol but anyway um so i but the deeper meaning behind the name i, I was thinking of a lot of different names i was thinking of little shaita uh, big Mazda, <laughs> uh, whatever, big fatter, little knocker. I'm saying there's like a million rap names, um, but but um, uh, you know, but um, the the reason why I stuck with Young Rechnitz and I thought it was so good is because it really portrays like what I, like I love music like more than anything else. I love music more than money. I love music really more than anything. Um, and but I I can't spend my time on music, or I choose not to until. I feel like if I focus on, on, you know, on money first and focused on making money and really focus on it, then I could reach a reckless level where I could sit on my piano and force everybody to listen to my music. You know what right. I mean? And it's funny I because could... if you do it the other way, if you do it the other way, it may not work. If you're doing, if you're being yeah. creative you know, you for the make, money. You can't make money off of, of creativity, not in the Jewish world. Which guy, you know, which guy have you seen? do? Shweki, Shweki is a model. He's not, I meaning Shweki built a brand out of himself and he's a, 
to do that is a whole different story. You see Benny Freeman, all these singers, they're not, they, they, it's very tough to live. And it's I don't want It's tough to live, but you know, there is, there is a stage for it. It's not like he invented anything. I mean, Mordechai Ben David, right. Avram Fried, these right. guys have been doing it and you can come to a wedding and you can make a living being, uh, you know, you being an entertainer. Yeah, you right. can make a living, but I don't want to make a living. I, I, I don't want to just make a living. Yeah, but the problem right. is the only right. way they can make money, even, even the singers in the regular Geisha world, the only way to make money now is performing. There's no, yeah. there's no money in, in, in just right. having that's, the content. Right, that's yeah. the real and, answer. And, the real answer is, you, yeah. as a singer, you can perform, you can go to a wedding, you can do a concert. You're not yeah. going to be doing that as much as, when you're a comedian or yeah. when you can make people laugh. There's just, no, there's just no stage for that. Right, and I think there's two things also. I, I, first of all, I'm a private creative you know, as opposed to a performer. I'm more of like a, you know, in private, that's where I come up with a lot of my creativity. Um, I, that doesn't mean I'm an introvert. I'm a public speaker. I can speak in public. I could go to Chevrolet and make everybody laugh without a problem. That's just not a problem. But that's not what I, that's not what I enjoy. That's more like, you know, I'm having a good time, you know, maybe with friends I'll do it, but that's not what I, what I really enjoy. And the, the, and that really leads into the second thing of, um, you know, I, I, I enjoy doing it like on my own terms. I don't want to feel forced into it that I need to do it to make money or whatever. Then it takes the the art out of it for me. It's yeah. like if I need, if you know, if I'm worried about like you know making money, then I, if for me it takes away. You know, it take, and it's the same thing with like what I was saying about like Twitter. Why people like it is because I have an attitude that I don't care what you think about it. If I'm doing it for the money, I'm gonna think what you care. Right. You know. So that's, that makes a lot of sense. If you, if it's, it's, it's more authentic. It's, it's really your authenticity. Yeah. I think yeah, and I, don't all, want, I don't want to ruin that. I think all artists would feel the same way. I mean, you can't yeah. force the creativity when it comes, it comes and you can't yeah. put it out there on a schedule. Yeah. But the one difference is that there are a lot of artists, a majority almost, I would say of real artists that, that, that sacrifice everything else. And they didn't mind being broke their whole life for the art. Right. And, I, and I, I, I'm not that way because I believe that, you know, it's not one way or the other. It's not like you have to work until you're 75 years old. Um, you know, I believe that I have a lot of talents and I can use them in a way where I could get to a place where I could be comfortable doing both. Um, you know, I, you know, I always said, like, even let, look at Rechnitz, right? If he if he was just a guy in Landau's at like the 1045 million trying to sing, they would kick him out of there so fast. Right? Dude, what are you doing here? Go right. get a job. But he's reckless, so people are like literally getting flown in through FedEx to his house because he asked them to. You know, I was talking to a singer. I'm not going to say his name on live because he'll for sure get embarrassed. But he told me reckless just texted him on Thursday, like, um, "Hey, I got you tickets. You're coming in tonight with your wife. I want you to sing by my house for Shabbos." Reckless is a like I'm saying he's putting these singers out. You know, like, <laughs> literally he's getting. You know, and I'm like, do I want that? Do I want to be on the receiving end of that, or do I want to be on the? You know, meaning do I? <laughs> right, that's not who you want to be. But at the end yeah. of the day, if Rechnitz called you and said, "Come, come, come by and make me laugh," I, I think you're going. Um, only, only if there's a way to make money out of it. Well, he's flying you first class. I mean, obviously. I mean, it's going to be no, a nice. Trip. No, because let me tell you, let me tell you a story. A guy called me up two years ago, and it's a true story. One there was like mania for Greenspan. This guy, I used to have people call me all the time. One like cash advance guy like called me up i don't even know who the guy is he never told me his name he's like we're, or maybe he did it. i forgot he's like i pick up the phone i'm like hello he's like it was like 11 o'clock at night by the way mind you i'm married i think it was like shana Rishana. the guy's like you're gonna be my best friend i said wow I, that's serial killer vibes like who is this 
And he's like, he's like, I'm, I'm, he's like, I have enough money to whatever. I'm like, still serial killer vibes, <laughs> just rich serial killer. Um, basically, come on, but hey, he's uh, probably eating that up. He's like, yep, confirming. You're confirming that you're gonna be my best friend. No, and he's serious. He's like. He's like, you're such a funny guy. I'll bring you to my office. And I was like, dude, that's not how it works. Like, you call me 11 o'clock at night. That's not how you make friends. I don't know, like, which movies you're watching, but that's not how it works in real life. Um, but basically, and him, I didn't even talk to. Then I'm, the story I'm getting to is that it was during that, like, period of time. And this guy calls me up, the Toronto guy, very rich guy, he says. Um, and he tells me, basically, he's like, yeah, I'm going to fly you in to Toronto. We're making a Sheva Brothers, and I want you to speak. We'll pay you five grand and I'll pay for your tickets, everything first class. So I was like, yeah, but I don't, I don't do that though. You know, I, I, I do Greenspan for myself. I don't do it for entertainment. It's not my business. If it was my business, we would, you know, if we had some, you know, business with me, he's like, okay, I'll give you 10 grand. Like he didn't even listen to me. So I told him, I said, you know what? I actually have a good idea. I'm making a parlor meeting in Lakeview. Do me a favor. I'm going to, Baltimore. I'm going to Toronto anyway, in two weeks. I'll come, I'll do it for free only if you come to my parliament meeting and dance on the table. I need fat ball bus to dance on the table for, for me and my friends. <laughs> and, and like, instead of like, like instead of realizing I'm joking, he starts cursing. He's like, do you know who I am? I'm like, do you know who I am? I'm Greenspan. I started yelling at the guy. I'm Greenspan. He's like, he's like, you have no idea who you're talking to. You're turning down 10 grand. I'm like, you're turning down a chance to dance for me and my friends. I was like, and the guy, and the guy he ended up not doing it because for me it was like a principle i'm not you know i'm not doing it 10 grand is not making or breaking anything in life i don't think i take the but 10 that's grand. the way i see it sorry yeah I most people i tell a story to tell me that they would take the 10 grand but i you know and maybe that's why people like it so much maybe that's the brand i built i don't know maybe it's since it's hard to get i don't know it's interesting know, but, it's yeah. interesting but what is so the real reason why you turned that down was just on principle. It's just like, don't call well, me yeah, and, 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 yeah. and fly I me like, in. Yeah, I don't like, there's another thing. I don't like when people call me Tzadik. It's like the same principle. Don't call me Tzadik, okay? Like, I, tell, I was just telling another guy in business. And he's like, Tzadik, listen. I'm like, listen, I'm a Russian, okay? Don't call me Tzadik. The guy's like, all taken aback. <laughs> right? So, like, you know, like, you know, I, that, it's like the same concept. Like, I, you know, don't, don't, you know, don't do me any favors, you know, or, or, to, or if you approach me normally, even most times I'm a very approachable guy, even like if I'm in, you know, in the street, someone comes over to me and wants a schmooze or whatever, like, oh, I, I'm super approachable. I'm not like a, but if people just approach me, like, you know, they just come in hot, I react very hostile. So that's like one so thing. Like if, second... if you encounter a Lerkowitz in real life, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like you have zero tolerance for the real Lerkowitz yeah. in real life. Yeah. I yeah. think, by the way, I think you gave fair warning to everybody in your first Young Rechnet song. It's like, yeah. don't, do not approach me. Yeah. Like, was is dein Numen. Right. hundred percent. No, and that's but, what I'm saying. I mean, like, I'm like, I'm not a dude. I'm not a dude. Like, if you want to talk to me and talk respectfully, that's fine. No, and I mean that hundred percent. And the second thing really, but honestly, I didn't just turn that down impulsively. I didn't turn it down because like I said, I was very focused. I was focused on my work, you know, and, and I didn't want to... Um, and I, I didn't want to distract myself from that going down there. And for me, honestly, it's a moral of it. I would feel extremely humiliated standing up, making a bunch of people laugh because they flew me in. I would feel very, it would like morally, it, would, it wouldn't be good for me. Wow. That's how I feel. That's, that's stand up. I mean, you know, it, it's Isn't it real. You don't see a lot of it. You don't see a lot of that. I mean, most people, when it comes to money, it's, 
it's you know how high no how but high i can no, jump no i'll do a lot of things for money but not not in that style so where do you so, see yeah. it where, where, where do you see the evolution of the characters like where do you see it so yeah you said that you is. don't want to be 75 years old and then right. realize that you have these create creative yeah. that you need to get rid of the creative outlet you know you need to yeah. express it yeah so it's very funny because well first of all i don't think my rebbe one time told me he's like he's like um when i first started working i was like nervous like i'm gonna lose my because i was working in one of these lakewood companies um, I didn't even call it a company. It was like a Masifta. It was like Stultzy older Bar <laughs> You know, the guy's like, I come, I'm like literally brand new there. I'm like a salesman. It's my first day. I'm excited. I come to a guy, bring in a deal. Hey, excuse me. Can I, he, he's the guy's watching on free clips on his computer. He's like, now's not a good time. Shut the door on the way out. He's like, you know, adjust his gun footage 12, you know, on his desk. So I was like, oh my God, get me out of here. Somebody kill me. I, you know, um, but anyways, during that time, so I told my Rebbe, I'm like, I'm scared. I'm going to lose my humor. I'm scared. I'm going to lose, you know, and he told because, you know, when I was younger, I was all over the place, you know, and I was starting to get more structure in my life then. And I told my Rebbe, you know, I'm scared if I become very structured. I'm gonna, and he told me, he's like, I'm going to tell you something right now. It might be hard for you to accept, but you're never going to be normal. He's like, you're always going to be crazy. <laughs> and there's nothing you can ever do to make yourself normal. So I felt very reassured then that everything's going to be okay after that. You know, <laughs> He's like, there's nothing you can do. That's what he told me. Um, he's, a, he's a good man, but um, and he always encouraged. He always encouraged like that. I should just get stuff out. He's like he told me to even try to make money off it, but I realized it wasn't the money part was. Um, Are you still tired? Um, oh, that, that's why I live across the street from that, that yeshiva. That's what I was saying in the beginning of the conversation. Yeah, I moved there because that's where my yeshiva is. You know. So we're actually going to pause this interview right here and continue with the rest of the interview in part two. We want to thank our guests for being on the show. And as always, send your questions, comments, and suggestions to hawk at kiddishclubpodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe and stay tuned for part two of this interview. Playing us out, here's the rest of Yeshivisha Mozart by Young Rechnitz. And we are out. Misunderstood all my life. It was so hard. Now I'm the goat, the yeshiv, Visha Mozart. I'm back in this moisted. I'm back in this moisted. I'm packing. And when I say packing, I don't mean to go to the Catskill Shaita. I stay with the strap like a lubab. Keep one in the chamber like an evil pirate. So do not approach me if you do not. Hold it, hold it. I'm Shuldix. My trigger finger was killing. I think I pulled it. Where was I? Nachamal. Do not approach me if I do not know you like Vosses Dai Newman Assuming I'm friendly cause I'm not from Newman's And I could go crazy, I'll go full behemoths I aim and I shoot and I reload I'm rolling with real life kanayim and pastures We can get it poppin' like Pashka's potato chips Only two things that I fear is a bestir and dish Are you crazy? Uh-huh, uh-huh So you rip music uh-huh, call me crazy, call me a shaita Still I'm the goat, the yeshivish Mozart Used to be a broken mind, now I'm balling But I ain't a ball of boss, never will be Matter of fact, I might just drop a moisten on seven They say it's for the cheese, but I do it for eleven And I quite got a lot of younger light who gotta pay for baby bottles And it's not like they're the cop, the problem Where the prod is that the ball of bottom, bottom I go punning, but oifin, I'm wanting a toysin Try to walk in my shoes, you really gonna wanna try to run in my husband, you must color my tripping. I fly a teeth kai, fuck them been sleeping on me like I'm second seated during such smile. Now they're salty, cause they see me on the Mizrach Vant, a Tara dripping like a mikvah towel. What? You fat balabatim are not gonna learn, are you? Mufka. I see you cuchin. 
see you wishing I'd flub up. I'll just give you a knip on the cheek and wish you had slacha. Shaitas.